Hello, welcome back. It's the month of love. So this month we'll be talking about more romance movies than usual, I'm sure. Um, not that we won't all year round, but especially this month I was like, I'm going to pick some romance, some rom-coms, some things that we can talk about during this month of love. So what better movie to start off on than 27 Dresses? 27 Dresses from 2008. So I couldn't find it on any streaming service. I found it on Prime, and I rented it for like four bucks, worth every penny. Um, when I think of rom-coms, this is probably the first movie I think of. It's, I think it's one of the first ones I ever saw, where I was like, this is a rom-com. And it's just a quintessential, I don't know if that's the right word, um, just rom-com. So, yes. Also, if you didn't know, I'm going to shout myself out, um, I made an Instagram page for the podcast and I post like little pictures from the um, movies that I like, like stills from it. And I think it's really fun because I like following Instagram pages that do that, too. So I thought I was like, I'm going to make my own, but with just movies that I talk about on here. And then I may, like, do other stuff on there. I'm not sure. But as of now, it's a fun little extra, like, secret Instagram page. I call it a secret because... Because only people on here know about it, I think. So, it's really fun. Um, if you want to, like, look at pictures of movies and, like, fun stuff. Um, so, yes. Back to... Oh, it's called... I didn't even say... It's in the description or you can just type in um, Buttered Popcorn Pod. So, yes. Okay. So... The movie begins, and it's a young Peyton List, um, which is amazing. I don't know if that was her acting debut, but if it was, that was a great acting debut. Um, and it also stars Katherine Heigl, James Marston, Malin Ackerman... And Edward Burns, Judy Greer. Okay, we'll we'll get more into that though. But so, um, there's this girl Jane, and she is eight years old, and she's at her cousin's wedding, and her wedding dress rips, and she helps fix her dress. And from that moment on, she discovered, as she says, her purpose in life, which is to help people at their weddings. So it cuts forward to Jane 
like ha- like 20 years later I did the math <laughs> that I think it's right and I think she's supposed to be about 30 in this movie because well yeah I just did the math and I think that's correct because I was like I wonder how old she's supposed to be in this and yeah she was about 30 she was 28 when she played the role um but yeah she was playing a 30 year old and I saw some interview I think it's on my phone but my phone's over there hello she basically said that she was planning her own wedding while she was filming this movie and she was wearing Invisaligns. I don't I don't think she was wearing them during the filming because I think you would be able to like you can kind of see Invisaligns um, to like fix her teeth. She called it a snaggle tooth. And I just thought that was funny. Um, so she loves helping her friends out at their weddings. Just loves it. But the only issue is that she's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I remember when I first saw this movie, like when I was a, I was pretty young, like when I first saw this. And I think I remember being like, oh, this is her, this is her job. Her, like, or it's like a side job where she's helping people at their weddings but no she's doing it all for free she's just doing it out of the goodness of her heart for how much she loves weddings and she has a lot of friends because as the title says 27 dresses she was in 28 weddings of 28 of her friends and I was like girl like who needs a man when you have 27 friends (laughs) it's like really um so it like open like when she's older when it first shows her as she's older it shows her in a wedding dress and she's like it's perfect and you're thinking oh she's getting married she's like gonna have her she's having her own moment now that she's grown up but no she's trying on her friend's wedding dress for her because they're the same size I could I honestly could I don't think I could do it if especially if I was like super single and my friend was like hey can I can't make it can you try it on I'd be like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry but I'll it will hurt my heart too much it will hurt my heart um it's like those people like on TikTok it's the people that work at like wedding dress stores and they try on the wedding dresses like for the TikToks and I'm like how are you not just dying to get married now but I guess it's kind of fun though maybe there's like a part of it that's fun and you're just kind of playing dress up and you're like well I get to try on all these fun wedding dresses and I bet those people that work at wedding dress shops like they have the best wedding dresses when they get married because they have seen the good the bad the ugly they know how to do it like they really do like wedding planners I bet their weddings planned to a T. because I bet they do plan their own wedding 
Like, they're their own wedding planner. That would be fun, but at the same time, that would be kind of stressful, I'm sure. But anyway, so she's, it's like one day, and it's, it's one day, and um, she has a wedding, and so she's wearing her bridesmaid's dress, and it has like a collar on it. It, it is the most interesting wedding dress, or bridesmaid's dress, bridesmaid dress. It has like a little collar on it, and it's like a halter top, and I was like, okay, true. I kind of like it now. It like kind of is kind of cool. But she has two weddings in one night, so she's going back and forth and back and forth to these two weddings. And, um, so she, because she's, and she's also helping each of the brides, like, out at their wedding. She's holding up their dress while they pee. She's, like, doing everything for them. And this guy is at one of the weddings, and he's kind of like, what is going on with this girl? Like, something's up with her. So, she's about to catch the bouquet. The bouquet. Like, they have the little catch thing. And it shows her being like, oh, I'm going to catch it. And she literally, she gets knocked over by a girly. That's not going to work. That's not going to get him to propose, girly. <laughs> but... She gets knocked over, and she, like, passes, like, she blacks out, and she wakes up to Kevin himself over him. It's this, it's the guy that's been like, hmm, what's up with this girl? And he's standing over her, but she ends up being okay. And this, like... He's a cutie patootie. He is a cutie patootie. Like, the older I get, I'm like, hey. Because he was also in Enchanted. And I was like, how are you supposed to pick between him and Patrick Dempsey? Like, how is that possible? So, it's basically... she She's, like, kind of upset with him. She's just like, okay... The whole, the whole movie is, like, her being, like, okay, like, leave me alone, leave me alone. But it's, it's not, like, leave me alone. Like, I never want to see you again. Like, actually angry. It's kind of, kind of a playful, like, oh, like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, there's a tad bit of a, like, <laughs> um, so it's, it's an enemies to lovers trope. Um, I would say on her end, he pretty much likes her the whole time because he's like sending her, he's like calling or he doesn't call her. I don't think, but like he, he finds her planner. It's called a Philofax. She calls it her Philofax and he finds it after she leaves and he's like, I'm going to write in this. And he, like, makes them have... He, like, writes in them dates, like, every weekend for the rest of the year. And, like, his number and everything. So, 
a Filofax, by the way. Like, I, you know, you can kind of, like, you get that it's a planner. But I was like, I'm going to look up what a Filofax is. Like, I don't even know if this is real. Let's look it up. $200. Some of them were, like, $60, which is still outrageous. But $200 for some of those. I guess it was because they're like, they have leather around them, but some of them don't even have leather and it's like $68 and I'm like, oh, okay, well, anyway, so she of course loves, you know, wedding proposals, she loves reading about them in the paper and she has her favorite person who writes about weddings and we find out that that is Kevin who writes about the wedding proposals, or they call them commitments. And so she doesn't know that, but we know that early on. And also Jane, the main girly, she is in love with her boss, George. She's been in love with him, seems like for a while. Everyone seems to know except for him, which I have a theory that he does know and he takes advantage of it. That may not even be a theory. That's That may just be what people think. But I think he knows and takes advantage of it. But she's also like a people pleaser and she says yes to everything. Like she never tells people no, which Kevin tells her. And he's like, you need to like say no sometimes and you know she does that with everyone and with George so I don't know if it's just her people pleasing side that he thinks that she's being but I think he knows that she is in love with him and just takes advantage of it but maybe not um she works at Urban Everest is the company I don't know exactly what they make. I thought it was like a magazine because they're looking at pictures or maybe it's like clothing. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's her job. And I guess I just, when I was younger, I was like, this is, I guess her other job because I was like, she, her job has to be helping people at their weddings, but it's not. Um, like Jane she loves these wedding announcements so much she cuts them out like she like into paper like paper clippings and everything um so she has a sister named Tess who comes into town i think she was in Italy before and She's the girl that all the boys love. Like, all the boys are like, hey, girly. She's just, like, the flirtatious, you know, just everyone seems to fall in love with her. Like, she gets off the plane, and this man is helping her with her bags. And she's like, I just find the nicest people on plane. She's just one of those girls. Like, I feel like we all know one of those girls. Um, and... Of course, George, who she's in love with, 
sees her sister and they basically fall in love at first sight. Um, but she is very upset about it. Jane is understandably, like, really upset about it. Um, even though, like, I would pick Kevin any day over George. I'm so sorry. Just me personally, like, I would pick Kevin. Like, Kevin, but that's just me, I guess. Um, but she doesn't tell her. Like, she doesn't, she's really upset about it. But she doesn't tell her sister that she's in love with him. And she doesn't tell him because I, I would like to think that if she told her sister, like, hey, I'm, I'm like, in love with this man. Could you, like, please not do this to your sister and I think that she wouldn't have I would hope but I don't know um but yeah she doesn't tell anyone and it's it's tough because it's like it's not just someone she knows it's her sister who is staying with her and it's literally thrown in her face and it hurts like watching this as an adult when you're like in more kind of situations like that like this movie has become so relatable for me it's kind of scary it's kind of scary um like not exactly you know the same but it's like okay like yes like the parts where they're like she's like at her apartment and Tess is gone with him and she's like stress cleaning she's doing anything she can to like get her mind off of it and you know it's just like really tough for her and I lost my place um like I think Jane knows that if she told Tess that, who is her sister, if, that she didn't want him to, didn't want her to, like, be with him, then she would probably, like, not, like I said, but she, I think because she sees her happy and she cares about everyone, like, more than herself, that's probably why, like, when she started seeing her sister happy, she's like, okay, well, I, now I can't. Now it will suffer in silence. Um, but it starts, the tables start turning a little bit. And Tess, she learns a little bit about George. And she starts pretending like George is a vegetarian. He likes hiking. He likes outdoors. He loves animals. And she starts pretending to like all of those things to impress him. And it all starts becoming really complicated. And she's she's basically lying to him about who she is because she's not any of those things, as we find out. And, okay, the soundtrack, we have to have a soundtrack moment because there's a, at this part in the movie, 
there's a part where she it's like a montage i guess you would say of tess and george and then jane like looking at them and being like heartbroken and like annoyed by them and it's who knows if i am it's uh who knows by natasha benningfield an amazing song that i wouldn't have probably heard if it wasn't for this movie which it's like that for a lot of songs from movies um so yeah it's just this song is going and it's like the perfect song for this moment like for this part in the movie it's perfect I love when like the perfect song is like with the perfect part of the movie but um they're at another wedding and Jane is a bridesmaid of course at this other wedding and um Tess and George are in the audience and she looks over at them Jess looks over at Jess oh girl I've been watching new girl Jane looks over at Tess I guess I was also combining their names and um you see you see him go like yeah like rock on and Tess takes George's hand and she's like you know like that in sign language this means I love you and I'm like no it doesn't though I guess she kind of like stretches out his other finger because like this is I love you but he was going like rock on I'm like girlie's trying too hard to be romantic like it's not that they were definitely in their honeymoon phase at that point because so (laughs) so cringy so cringy but I think they're supposed to be cringy on purpose which makes it so great but like Kevin he's not giving up on Jane he just keeps like contacting her because I think at this point like he has her number or he just she calls him because his number is in there but he's like we're gonna we are gonna date like go out on a date with me um so Tess and George I don't know exactly how long they've known each other but it has not been long because Tess originally was supposed to only be staying with Jane for a couple weeks so like it hasn't even been a couple weeks and they get engaged Tess and George get engaged and it's so Jane walks in to the room where he's about to propose to her and he thinks that it's Tess walking in and so like this big banner comes down it's like marry me oh my gosh it's like so hitting so close to home for her like it's just right in her face it kind of reminds me of well I guess like the like at first it kind of reminded me of um the holiday how she's like in love with I'm pretty sure it's her boss too and it's just and he gets engaged and he like announces his engagement it's like okay but um of course when they get engaged uh Jane is helping out she's basically she's basically like her free wedding planner and they're like we're getting married in three weeks I'm sure you can pull it together 
in three weeks and she's like yeah I can't say no to you my baby sister and at this point I think Jane is like you know it's I think I used to be like why didn't she say anything to her like if she just said something to her it probably they may not have gotten engaged or if she was like okay like or if she well it we'll see what happens later but it doesn't work out as we know but like but I think that she just saw her sister just so happy and she helps so many other people with their weddings that she's like I just I just care more about you than my own feelings and I will just suffer in silence like even her dad is like is something wrong like even like everyone can tell that something's wrong um but Tess is getting married at the boathouse and in her mom's wedding dress which is what Jane wanted for herself um and she she's like her younger sister too so she's like okay and I guess if like they probably could wouldn't both get married in their mom's wedding dress I don't know how that works but I'm like that would that would sting really like so Jane finds out that Kevin is Malcolm which is the name that he uses in the paper and she's like oh because he's so cynical he doesn't he says he doesn't believe in marriage all of this stuff and she says the iconic quote I feel like I just found out my favorite love song was written about a sandwich love it love it um and then the the trying on the 27 dresses montage the montage that ended all try on montages she's trying on like all the different bridesmaids dresses i think she actually tries them all on i think she tries on all 27 but i'm not sure um i should have counted but it's it's she has a closet and she keeps all of them and it's so fun I feel like that would be so fun to film I saw like a little bit of behind the scenes of it and I feel like that probably took days to film that part excuse me um but as she's trying them on or after she's tried them on she says I don't care if someone wants me to wear a funny dress it's their day, not mine. Which, <laughs> some of the people in Say Yes to the Dress need to hear that. Need to hear that. Like, Say Yes to the Dress, I used to be obsessed with that show. And so many of the, like, bridesmaids and, like, the moms, they would, like, the bride would be like, I love this dress, it's so beautiful, like, I want this one. And they'd be like, you sure no like 
I would like to think if I if I was like sitting there while someone's trying on a dress, I'd be like, even if I thought it was the ugliest thing, I would be like, that is so beautiful. You look so beautiful. If they loved it themselves, because it's their day. But like, say yes to the dress. They just really went for it. It may have been fake for the drama, but some of it had to be real. <laughs> Everything on TLC was real. Um, so Jane also talks about how when she her favorite part of weddings, since she loves them so much, I'm sure there are a lot of things, but her favorite part is when everyone's looking at the bride as she walks down the aisle she looks at the groom's face to see his reaction because that is the face of pure love and honestly yeah and that also is kevin's favorite part so yeah they get married they do um Am I just, like, ruining the movie? I don't know. I'm like, everyone has seen this movie. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, there, there's this whole part where, like, it's all in the rain at night. And this movie was how I learned what hydroplaning was. When it's, like, pouring down rain and the car starts spinning. That was how I learned what hydroplaning was. It's just pretty cool. You can learn. You can learn. You can learn from movies. Um, and then the iconic Benny and the Jets. Benny! The iconic. Um, and then the next morning, the article comes out. Kevin has been writing an article about Jane, about how. The title is, is Always, Always, Always a Bridesmaid. And that comes out the next day. Jane doesn't know about it. And she is understandably upset and embarrassed. Um, but Kevin, you can't like fully blame him. Like he, he did write the article, but the more he got to know her, he was like, hold it for another week. Like, I can do, let's, there's more to her than this. But his boss just puts it out because she's like, I'm the boss. I can do whatever I want. So it comes out. And um, so she goes to the wedding or to the dress fitting for tests. And she cut, she absolutely cuts up her mother's wedding dress. Their mother passed away. And so, like, that's one of the things that they have of her. And she absolutely rips up this dress. It The dress is atrocious. I will say it's atrocious. Like, I know what I just said about if it's their day, like, whatever. The dress is atrocious, Tess. It's atrocious. Okay. And I think I can say that. She, like, has this sparkly thing right here. Like, when you compare it to the original wedding dress, like, the vintage dress, like, just buy another dress. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not atrocious in itself, but what she did was atrocious. 
and it made it just made it look just absolute and she's like there are the scraps over there look at the heartlessness the heartlessness is that a word of this girl so jane at this point she is mad at the world as she as she should be honestly she's mad at the world she's mad at tess she's mad at kevin she's mad at everyone so she decides to make she's supposed to make a slideshow for i guess it was the rehearsal dinner before tess and george's wedding and it's supposed to be a sweet thing and she ends up making a slideshow of all of the um, lies that Tess has said to George. They're about to get married and he thinks she's one person but she's another. Now this this part I understand her anger but I really do think he would have I would hope I think he would have like George would have figured it out at some point on his own and that probably would have been you know the way to go or she could have just told him privately or like really been like Tess like girly like you really need to tell him but she did she was like you need to tell him the truth and she's like no what the truth huh so she makes this it's brutal brutal it's in front of everyone at this rehearsal dinner i'm guessing and like it's showing her like eating meat with her wedding ring on so he knows it's recent like how she hates dogs like all this stuff like it's brutal because at the same time she's reading the speech that Tess told her do not go off of this script and read off of this script and she did she read the exact script and then the opposite was showing up on the screen and I was like girl okay okay but um so of course they call the wedding off at that point like immediately they just call it off like at the dinner and kevin was there and he i think she has remorse for what she did and she's like Oh, like, what did I just do? I just kind of ruined, you know, my sister and my boss's life. Um, And Kevin is kind of like, he gives a different perspective. And he's like, well, at least you did something. Like, you did something. (laughs) Like, because she's so, like, you know... Just at least she did something out of her comfort zone and, like, did something to change something. And he, like, kind of is like, you know, you did something, girl. And he tells her, I think you deserve to be taken care of for a change. 
I think you deserve to be taken care of for a change. Like, okay. If he said that to me, I would have been like, yes, thank you. Like, hey, like you? Okay, awesome, awesome. Like, so, yeah, that was a, that, that part's brutal. Like, it's, it's, oof. But, um, so Jane, of course, she quits her job, but as she's quitting her job, she's like, I, like, she confesses her love for George to him, and his reaction is giving, oh, I knew, I knew, you don't have to tell me, but he's like, what? And so they kiss, they kiss, and... He's like, mm, this doesn't, or they're both like, mm, this doesn't, I don't feel anything. No sparks. It's kind of weird, kind of awkward. And at that point, she's like, bye. Like, you're not in my life anymore, and I'm not in love with you anymore. I guess she immediately fell out of love with him at that point. I guess she was in, I guess that tells us that she was in love with the idea of him which is kind of the same as in the holiday she was just kind of in love with the idea of him um so um so at the end hello so she's like i don't love you i love kevin i love kevin so she goes to find Kevin. He's at his last wedding because he is not doing, um, he's not going to write about weddings anymore. So this is his last wedding. Um, and she shows up and she, of course, we've got to have the speech moment. A rom-com, a rom-com staple, the speech moment. But this is a good speech moment. Um, so she like basically is just like, I love you, you know, confesses his love for him. She confesses her love for two men in one day. Slay. Slay. <laughs> like within like hours of each other too. Like within like probably an hour of each other. She's like, love you. JK, love you. But, you know, I think she always, I think, I think she didn't just like, maybe she did just discover that she loved him, but I think deep down she did. I guess she did, but she didn't know that she loved Kevin because I have this other theory. I have so many theories that, you know, when he's like, coming on to her and she's like no stop like she's like actually angry at some points and she's she like acts like she's mad or she is mad I think any type of strong this is not always obviously but like in certain situations I think like strong feelings for someone can come across as anger sometimes like if 
like it was just manifesting in a different way if that makes any sense because I think if she truly like really wanted him to leave her alone she would have absolutely like had no would not have had such strong strong emotions toward him and she would have just been kind of you know just okay leave me alone but it was kind of like leave me alone like whatever like I don't know if that makes any sense but I I guess feel like you can it's like any feelings it like it it can come across in a certain way but it actually means another thing I don't know if that makes any sense I don't know what I'm talking about so she gives this speech at a wedding too like she crashes a wedding and she's like I love you hey but the but the bride she's like so supportive of this it's kind of funny she's just like go tell him tell him no speak speak like she was into it like she was loving it um and then of course they like get together they're like they kiss and they're like hey and I wonder why it is I don't argue like this with anyone but you like starts playing wonder why it is I don't argue with anyone but like this but you like like this but hello <laughs> wonder why it is I don't argue like this with anyone but you another moment with the perfect song because they argued the whole time see it's kind of like the song's kind of saying the same thing it's kind of like we argue but I don't argue like this like it's it's a different kind of arguing with you anyway so they have a beach wedding they get married it cuts straight to the wedding straight to the wedding and I like to hope that it's like a really quick wedding like they get married super quick but it also ends up being perfect um they get married at the beach and as she's walking down the aisle she says today I put on my 28th dress yeah she did yeah she did so she's walking down the aisle and you know of course it cuts to Kevin because you know how earlier they talked about you know seeing the groom during that part and he does look in love but I think it's because I've seen so many like groom grooms like first looks of their wife like on their wedding day that and they're like sobbing crying because of course that's the one that people are going to post is like when they're just sobbing they're just just absolutely in shambles and he didn't cry and I was like okay like you should be sobbing right now you should be sobbing because you love her so much right now but I think my expectations are a little bit too high and it's also a movie like it's also not real but I'm like 
And I've seen people online be like, if he's not sobbing when I walk down the aisle, I'm going to be upset. And I should probably not think that anymore because, you know, you should probably manage my expectations a little bit lower, but maybe not. Um, And also people show their emotions in different ways. But, um, so they get married. They're like, you know, have the whole ceremony. And then it cut, it pans over. And all of the 27 brides that she was a bridesmaid in their weddings, they're her bridesmaids, all wearing her, like, her bridesmaid's dresses. And he has, <laughs> I forgot about this. He has, as from what I could see, he has one groomsman. And she has, because she has her sister and her best friend, plus 27. So she has 29. <laughs> I guess she didn't want to ask all of their husbands to be on his side, because I'm sure they didn't know him. He's like, I just need this one one guy. This is one dude. Um Yeah, so that's how it ends. It's perfect. It's the perfect movie. It's a perfect rom com. A perfect Valentine's Day watch or February, you know, watch. Um a perfect date night watch. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> It's very centered on weddings, so maybe you should, like, be sure that you maybe want to move in that direction if, if you want to take it as deep as I do. But, yeah, this was one of those hitting my couch movies. There's a certain type of, like, romantic or, like, rom-com movie that will make me start hitting my couch just from it just overtakes me it just overtakes me sometimes I made a TikTok about it one time and I was it was from a different movie I don't even remember what the movie was but there's just certain moments that just make you just want to hit your couch punch it hit it hit it so Oh, and also I didn't mention that Judy Greer is, like, her best friend in the movie. And she is the best at what she does. She's the best at what she does. She really, she always comes what she, she she comes and does what she has to do by playing the best friend of girls in rom-coms. And I hope she knows that. I hope she doesn't just think of herself as the side character I think she becomes the main character in her own way in these movies so and she ends up with uh or she like starts flirting with um Kevin's BFF so I guess you assume that they end up together but yes it's a great like just 
the rom-com. I would call this the rom-com, honestly. Um, but I watched, like, they had a reunion. I, I don't know if it was 10 years... It was one of the years reunion of this movie, and Katherine Heigl, um, she was saying that she wanted to have a, like a, make a sequel, and I was like, to like see where they are now. The rest of them... <laughs> The rest of them didn't seem too on board with it. They didn't seem, like, as into it as she did. She, like, had the whole plot. She had the whole plot ready. She was like, um, Tess and George end up together. They have, like, three kids. And the actor and actress who play them looked at each other like... Like, I don't think they thought they ended up together. Because at the end of the movie, they're kind of like, oh, hey, like hey, can we start over type thing? But I... I don't think they end up together. I think that would be something that would be, like, really hard to get past. Like, I get you, like, definitely, like, forgive them, you know, move on with your life. But, like, getting back together and getting married and having children after that would be tough. Because what really did they have in common? I mean, I guess they, like, had that connection to each other. Like, I still think they did have, like, some kind of connection. But a, a lot of, you know, their commonalities were built on lies so I don't know I don't I really don't think I don't think so I think maybe they like date or they like try it again and then they're like mm, no this doesn't really work is what I think happens if anything so yes um that is 27 dresses thank you for listening to me going on about this um i hope you're enjoying like listening to me talk about movies that i really like because i really am enjoying talking about them because this is what i'll talk about in my free time to people like if someone brings up a movie that i've seen i'm like let's talk about it for three hours and I just love, like, the connection. It, it like, brings a connection to people. Like, if you've both seen the same movie, I think it just kind of, like, brings you two together even more. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I'll see you next week for another sweet movie. All right. Bye.